0: You're listening to The Feed You Podcast. This is episode 16. Welcome to The Feed You Podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights, expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Today's episode is brought to you by the Feed You Community, the community that is being created on Facebook that's free for you to join, where we can continue the conversation that happens on this podcast and have an opportunity to build each other up, share ideas, share information, and really have a community that we can go to with like-minded individuals who are really in it to give back, live their purpose, and even better, share their knowledge and information with others in the group if you're interested in joining that community you can find it on facebook.com forward slash feed you community can't wait to see you inside hear your ideas hear your feedback and learn more about you see you inside again facebook.com forward slash the feed U community well, hello and welcome to the feed you podcast i'm elisa connor and i am your host And I'm so grateful you're here with me today. It is indeed the day after Christmas. And I'm sure if you are like many of us, you are kind of breathing a deep sigh of relief because you made it through. And I almost um, dislike the holiday anymore because I just feel like we are always running, running, running between the shopping and the cookies and the presents and the wrapping and the, Uh, holiday gatherings. It's just like we're constantly going. And so I wanted to take today to give you some tips on taking care of yourself, not only during this part of the year, the busiest times of the year, but taking care of yourself just when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you have so much going on. And we're moving into the new year where we're really getting into the mode of taking on new challenges and creating new goals and moving forward with new hope and optimism. And so I wanted to offer you some nuggets and some um, tidbits that I gathered and that I practice also for myself in ways to take care of ourselves because we as entrepreneurs are always pulled in many, many different directions, especially if we're, um, building our business. It seems like we're just, we seem to be busier and busier and we can't necessarily always get rid of all the activities that we would like to outsource because we're still waiting for the financial, um, capability to do that. So with that in mind, I wanted to take a little bit of time and just really talk about self care and how I got into the practice of self care and how it is a constant, um, practice, I call it a practice because you constantly have to practice it. It is not something that is natural, especially for women, Um, not to discount men, but especially, especially for women. We just naturally are nurturers and want to take care of other people and I heard at one point on a podcast and I, I cannot remember for the life of me who said it, but, um, it was, it was on Amy Porterfield's podcast and she was interviewing someone. And I will never forget this. I was actually on a bike ride, doing a little bit of self care. And I remember, um, whoever her guest was at that point had come on and said, you know, we always say, fill your cup, fill your cup, fill your cup. And then we leave it at that because you can't feed others. If your cup isn't full, well, this particular interview, she said, you can't feed people, people from a full cup. You actually have to fill from your saucer. So if you, if you imagine a teacup on, on a saucer and you've got some tea that has spilled over, that's really where you need to be in order to feed others because otherwise you're taking from your cup that's full and then it's no longer full. So you actually have to overfill your cup in order to take care of others. Because if you're not doing that, you get worn out, you get run down, you get cranky, you get sick. Um, any number of things can happen. And so I really want to challenge you to go into the new year with a new mindset and a new intention to take care of you first. And that is so, awkward in our society like it's never really take care of yourself first but i'm telling you what i've learned over the last four or five years specifically is that when i take care of myself and i take that time to let things go let other people help me and ask for help is when i find the most productivity the most um accomplishment and the most success in everything i do And so I wanted to bring to this podcast, some different ideas and suggestions. You can take some of them, you can take all of them, you can take none of them. But I just really want to get the process um, started in your mind about different ways that you can start to take care of yourself. Now, we as humans are energetic beings. And so when our energy is depleted, we can often take on other people's energy and it is not always positive to do that. And so I want you to be aware, um, of other people in your environment. They may be challenging you, um, and challenging your energy and challenging your enthusiasm. And I know a lot of times, uh, in my experience, um, Being an entrepreneur is not necessarily understood by everyone in your life. They're just like, I don't know what you're doing. That's not a real business and you may not have the support you want. And so I want you to have some tools and tips and techniques to clear that nonsense out because that doesn't belong to you. And I know a lot of us will pick up energy and it will change our mood. It will change our energy. It'll change our environment. And it isn't always in a positive light. So the first thing I'm going to recommend to you, and this is a recommendation that you will hear again and again and again. And I will tell you that, um, specifically this tool I've been using for at least five years and it really has changed my life. And that tool is meditation. It's very simple. Um, it's sitting and breathing quietly by yourself and it can be for as little as five minutes a day. But once you get into the practice, of just sitting and being and breathing and realizing that that breath going in and out of your body is a miracle that you are lucky to have that breath going in and out of your body. And it's what's sustaining your life. It puts a whole new perspective on who you are and why you're here and what is your priority. I mean, what is really important and what it does is it tunes into your internal energy, your internal purpose for being on this planet and enables you to just listen, Like you don't have to do anything. You don't have to think anything. You don't have to do anything, but breathe. And that's what I love about meditation. Now meditation can be a little bit scary for people. They're like, Oh, I'm not doing that. No way. Um, and I've always looked at meditation as it's a way to pray, whether you believe in prayer or you just believe in silence, but we do not take time for ourselves to just sit in silence. And I got really caught up in I'm not doing it right. We, we all get in this mode of we have to do it this way and we have to do, um, we have to follow this and we have to sit in a certain posture. And I will tell you that none of that is necessary. It's simply sitting in a chair quietly with your feet on the ground and your hands in your lap and just breathing is meditation. And it is as simple as that. And you can make it as short or as long as you want, but just giving yourself that gift of five minutes a day. And then if you want to increase it, great. If you go 30 minutes one day, hip hip hooray, give yourself a high five. That's awesome. But just really committing to five minutes. We can all give five minutes to just sit and be with ourselves. Now, a tool that I use to lengthen my meditation—if you want a guided meditation—that's often a really great way to start. That's in fact how I started. Was in yoga. We um, did a meditation practice at the beginning and the end of each court or each class when I would do yoga. Um, when I first started doing yoga, we still do that, but. Um, but then I got into what was called yoga Nidra meditation, which is just becoming aware of your body. And it really is just a practice that walks you through each part of your body. And you just lay and you mentally go to all of those places in your body. And it really, it's a a way to calm your central nervous system and to drift off to sleep, which is how I started using it. And I tell you, I sleep like a rock. Um, but one of the tools that I use is called insight timer, and it is an app that's available for both Android and iPhone. And it's free. They do have, um, I did notice now they're trying to monetize it. Yay. You, um, because it's gotten so popular, but it is a free app and there are tons of meditations on there. Tons and tons and tons. So you can just find one that you like, and you can play a little bit. If you don't like it, shut it off, do a different one but it's a great tool and I highly recommend it. And then, like I was saying, they do have, um, if you're finding interest in it, different courses that you can download and it's just usually they're like five bucks for a course. So they're not horrendously expensive, but it's a great way to just start, um, a morning meditation with like, there's a, there's many gratitude meditations. There's some that just call you into stillness, Um, there's, there are meditations, any kind of meditation you can imagine is on that, um, app. So I highly recommend it, but that's tip number one, I believe you can guess where tip number two is, but I am a, a very strong believer in yoga. Um, there is something about being connected to the movement in your body and connecting the breath. Now, a lot of people think yoga is about the poses. Yoga is not about the poses. And I have been doing yoga now for five years at the same studio. I actually started doing yoga right after my cousin passed. We were um, very close in age. We grew up together and she passed away from breast cancer and my entire world just sort of blew apart. And so I was really looking for something to ground me and, um, in some ways to just help me survive throughout each day and I stumbled upon this yoga studio. And it was, let me tell you, it was divine intervention that I found this yoga studio because it is by far the best yoga studio I have ever been in. Um, that being said, I started doing yoga pretty much every day. And I, I don't do yoga in a studio every day anymore, but I do i do go twice a week to, to a class. And um, But I get up and I do yoga in at home every day because there's just something about breathing and moving your body to that breath that really centers you, grounds you, and calms anything that's going on. There's no other way for me to explain it other than yoga is not about the poses, it's about the breath. And when you take that time again, to breathe and be with yourself and then add the movement of your body to it, it is very powerful and it's a great way to take care of yourself. So again, if you don't have a yoga studio nearby, or you're not feeling comfortable enough to go to a yoga studio yet, there are many, many different DVDs out there. There's a lot of apps that do yoga. Um, There are, I'm sure other downloadable programs you can do. I know Rodney Yee is one that I started with and he, he's awesome. He, um, he's a little bit more challenging, but I highly recommend if you are interested in yoga and you have not done it yet, that you at least try one class at a studio. Um, not necessarily a gym, but somebody that specializes in yoga simply because, most yoga studios will have the instructor who can give you guidance about the poses. And you may think that you have the pose down, but it's really hard to gauge whether you're holding your body in the correct pose and you're not going to cause injury without somebody outside of yourself being there to look at you. And they can easily, you know, put a hand on your lower back and help you move just, a micro movement into the right direction and it will totally change the feel of the pose. So I highly recommend going to a studio, but if you can't, or you don't want to, there are other options out there. But um, my second recommendation is yoga. And I highly recommend even if you do just do some easy stretching, maybe some cat and cows and mountain pose, um, or even downward dog or child's pose. Those are great poses just to get you rolling in the morning and just to give yourself a little bit of self-love my third recommendation this is an easy one or it's relatively easy once you get into the routine but drink water drink water all day long water we are over 80 percent water our bodies and when we don't rehydrate we can't think clearly we can't we don't feel well or um, nothing is lubricated like none of our um, joints or cartilage or any of that is lubricated our skin dries out so the latest I read is you need to drink 50% of your body weight, and I actually think it's more than that, but 50% of your body weight in ounces of water every day. That seems like a ton, but it really will, I mean you're going to look awesome for one because when you drink all that water your skin looks great. Um but drink a lot of water, don't add anything to it, except for maybe lemon or lime. I don't, I don't recommend adding any of the flavorings or any of that stuff. And I really don't particularly like the carbonated water. Um, I think just regular water and just swap out, you know, maybe one cup of coffee a day and just start swapping it out with water and see what happens. Um, I, drink. Oh my gosh. I drink so much water. Um, but just really concentrate on drinking water, get rid of soda and get rid of like all the other beverages that contain sugar in your life. And you'll see, I, I can guarantee you will see a huge difference in your world. So that's number three. Number four, um, is I am a huge proponent of using essential oils. I don't know if you guys are familiar with essential oils, but they're a great way to do self care too. They are, typically oils extracted from plants or herbs or flowers, or, you know, um, parts of nature they are you know, trees, they all come from nature. And we, as, um, technology gurus in this century do not have enough time with nature. And so of course, you know, I'm going to get to that in a minute. I, I say you need to spend at least 20 minutes a day outside in nature, but, um, that's a different tip. We'll get to that in a minute. But, um, When you can't be outside, think about using essential oils. And there are a lot of healing qualities around essential oils, but often they just will give you that pick me up. You can diffuse them. You can put them on, Um, you can, they come in lotions, they come in sprays, you can make your own sprays, but I am a big proponent of doTERRA. I just, I like doTERRA. I like the way that they um, harvest their oils. And I really like the education component around their product. I am not an affiliate for them. Um, I just really, I got introduced to doTERRA probably about three years ago and I swear by them. And there's just so much knowledge in that arena that I don't have. But if you looked at my desk, you would see, I have right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different essential oils on my desk, which is a little bit insane, but, um, they're all for something different. I have, um, a trio that I bought and I love this little trio that I specifically use for work, it it was meant for yoga, but it's um, the first one is anchor. So when I'm feeling kind of flighty and I'm not really focused on what I'm doing, I will either diffuse or um, drip a little drop of this in my candle that I have on my desk, or I'll just rub a couple drops behind my ear. And it really does help anchor me and ground my energy. And then the other one in this is, um, align. So if I feel misaligned or I just feel like, you know, something's off, I'll use that one. And then the last one is a rise and it's for energy. So if you're feeling, you know, a little bit tired towards the end of the day or you're just not feeling it today and you don't have a lot of energy, you know, this time of year, it's easy to get kind of worn out because we have so many different, Um, people that have expectations of us that you may need to use the Arise oil, but I just use a little bit and it really does make a difference. It's not going to heal or cure anything, but it does, um, offer enough relief and, um, give you, you know, some, some instant encouragement and, um, energy when you need it so essential oils are another one there's tons i'll put a link in the show notes for doTERRA just their education page and you can just go read and see a little bit more if that's something of interest to you and then the other thing i have on my desk which is kind of interesting is um i have one of my very best friends is very into crystals and um the healing powers of crystals. And I recently just took an energy class through my yoga studio and learned even more about crystals, but crystals come from the earth. Um, and there are many, many different types and they can be made into jewelry and then people just sell different crystals. But crystals are very, very powerful and they can, um, change the energy in a room. They can absorb energy. They can, um, offer relief in certain areas. And so there's a ton of information about crystals and I have different ones, um, on my desk that, are set up for specific reasons to draw in different types of energy, because we are all energy. This whole world is energy. And so it's just a matter of tuning into the energy you want to bring more of into. And that's what I really uh, enjoy about crystals. So yeah, if you looked at my desk, you'd be like, holy cow, she has a lot of crystals on her desk. And I almost always have a mala on. Um, A mala is a, it's sort of like a rosary in Christianity, except that it is the tibetan or buddhist version Um, and so i almost always have a mala on and it is made of different stones and crystals and so that is another way that you can kind of tune in and adjust your energy and give yourself some self-care and some self-love is just by holding a crystal or having a crystal um, on your desk nearby or wearing a crystal or something like that and so i will put a a link into the show notes for different places that you can learn about crystals and crystal energy. Um, Some of my favorites are amethyst is just a a generic um, crystal. That is really, it has good energy and just brings a lot to you. Um, The one that is for abundance that I have on my desk often is uh, jade. And so you can have jade on your desk. You can have tourmaline and um, quartz on your desk. There's a lot of, um, electromagnetic energy from, uh, our electronics. And I used to have a lot of problems with my computer and so I got a salt lamp and I put it right next to my computer and voila, no more problems. And so when I start to have problems again, I just clear, um, clear the energy around that salt lamp and it seems to clear up the problems with my computer. So, when we are all energy and we all have this energy floating around and, um, even electronics have different energy, you've got to somehow clear that energy and keep it, um, flowing and working for you and not working against you. So that is my next tip is to look at crystals and how that might impact you. So some other ways to do self care that are not necessarily items, One I just mentioned was to just give give yourself the opportunity to get some exercise and get outside. And if it's really, really cold uh, and you don't want to bundle up, and I'm not really a huge cold weather person, so I, you know, I will bundle up on days, but if it's really, really cold, I'll at least do some yoga. And then I have an indoor bike. And so even just an indoor bike, and then I open the window a little bit just to get some fresh air in the house because we are, you know, bottled up in the house it's cold out and you need to get some fresh air in there just to shift things around and get rid of the stale air in the house and get rid of the dust and everything that is thrown around by the heating system and i highly recommend especially if you have a pet gosh you know when you have a dog your dog wants to go for a walk pretty much all day long And there's a reason for that, because when you're outside and you're breathing um, fresh air and you're connecting with nature and your feet are, you know, touching the earth as you move along and you're breathing outside, it just it really helps relax and nourish your body. And so if you can get outside, even if it's for 20 or 30 minutes a day in the winter and then if. You know, if you live somewhere cold, um, and then even more so in the summer, you know, as, as the winter comes and the season changes, it gets dark sooner. And so it makes it a little bit harder to get out there every day, but give yourself that gift 20 minutes a day to just go out and be outside. Um, and then I am a huge fan of massage, even and if you if you've never had a massage, I totally get it. Maybe it's not your thing, but, um, the next best thing is to just get a foot massage. And um, we have a place that's right down the, the street from us that they just do foot massage and it's, it's absolutely fabulous. It's kind of like getting a pedicure without the pedicure, um, and they just spend half an hour rubbing your legs and feet and you're just like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Um, especially if you spend a lot of time on your feet, our feet take a lot of abuse and we don't even think about it, our feet and our legs. And, um, especially as women, we, you know, strap on those high heels and we don't realize that that is the most grounding part of our body. And if we're not taking care of it, of course, we're going to feel misaligned and we're going to feel unbalanced and we're going to feel sort of out of sorts. Um, So take care of your feet, take care of your body. If you can give yourself the luxury of a massage at least once a month or every six weeks, please do that because just that healing touch from someone that really is invested in healing your body through massage is such a gift to yourself and... Um, If you're not a massage person, look at like acupressure or acupuncture. Those are both really good healing gifts you can give to yourself that um, are done by someone else so that you don't have to put any energy into it. And you can actually just relax. We don't give ourselves the opportunity to just relax much anymore. And so um, I would recommend that. So some other things with the holiday season, I think we have a tendency to overindulge during the holidays, whether it's with alcohol or sweets or really rich foods. And so when you're looking at that and you're taking care of your body and you're wanting to really be mindful of what you're putting into your body and intentional about how you're taking care of your body, you don't have to give up everything. Just be intentional about enjoying small indulgences. And um, when you just have those indulgences, they become special occasions instead of I think we've really gotten into a habit I've seen this with my kids and just with society in general that we don't have those special occasion foods like when we were younger dessert was not a thing that happened on regular occasion in my house like my mom making cookies was like a rare occasion and it wasn't because she didn't you know, like to make cookies or she didn't want us to have them as much as it was, she just didn't have necessarily the time to make cookies all the time. She was busy. She was working. She was running us here and there. And so when we had homemade cookies, it was a special occasion. We didn't go to McDonald's every week we if we went to McDonald's, it was a huge special occasion. It was like maybe we had a half day at school, or we had, um, we got out of school early or something. It just it wasn't something that happened all the time. And I think if we get back to that mindset of, you know, let's take care of our body, let's feed ourselves nutritious food on a regular basis, let's drink a lot of water, and, you know, we can go and have those indulgences, indulgences of a glass of wine once, once in a while, once, um, once a month or once a week or whatever that looks like in your world, and your body isn't going to protest as much because you've been taking care of it and feeding it and giving it love all week. And so all of the things I'm talking about are correlated you know, taking care of your energy, taking care of your, um, mental and emotional health, taking care of your physical health, they're all interconnected. And so that when you do go have an indulgence, you're going to recover faster. You're not going to have as much, um, Problem with it. You're not going to have, you know, indigestion. You're not going to be so hungover or whatever that looks like. Now, that doesn't mean go on a bender and drink three bottles of wine. It does mean, you know, go out and have a glass of wine with your girlfriends and enjoy that glass of wine while you're drinking it, but don't do it every day. So, Think of it as more special occasion and don't go overboard with special occasion all during the holiday season, because that isn't helping you either. And then at the end of the holiday season, you've gained 15 pounds. And all you do is beat yourself up. Instead, just take those small indulgences and really, really enjoy them. Take the time to eat that cookie and enjoy every bite. And instead of eating five of them and mindlessly putting them in your mouth um so that's my my other tip now something else that um this is going to sound a little funky but something that we've gotten into in with um within my house recently is i've been starting to buy jigsaw puzzles again and I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't, I do read, I read a ton, but I just wanted something that was a little bit more mindless to do. And so I bought a jigsaw puzzle right before Thanksgiving and we set it up and everybody came over and worked on it during Thanksgiving and the kids worked on it and, and it was just fun. And it was, you know, it does take a little bit of thought cause you have to figure out, you know, where the pieces go and they get a little bit more challenging, but it may just be like a new way for you to unplug that isn't electronic and is a way for you to just relax and do something interesting that makes your brain work makes your hands work doesn't cost a lot of money and gives you the opportunity to just kick back and not think about anything else because when you're doing a puzzle it is really difficult to be thinking about work or to be thinking about all the other things you have to do and it will totally suck you in. I was, it was kind of funny. I haven't done a jigsaw puzzle since I was a kid and I was like, this is so fun. So anyway, we're on the second one. And, um, so that was just something that I, uh, thought up and I was like, well, I'm going to tell everybody about the jigsaw puzzle thing. So if you're interested in that, you can get a million jigsaw puzzles on Amazon. I have a favorite company and I will, um, I think it's called white mountain and I will uh, put a link, to their puzzles but i really like them they go above and beyond with their customer experience and i just love companies like that Um, for example they give you a stand for the top of your puzzle box to hold it up while you're doing the puzzle so you don't have to move it around Um, and it it holds it up just enough that if pieces go under the box you can still see them and you can still see the box um, their puzzle pieces fit really tightly together. And so you don't have to wonder, Oh, does this go here? Does this go there? They're a nice size for people that have a little bit more challenge in seeing because of their age. I'm raising my hand. Um, so just a a lot of really nice stuff. So white mountain puzzle company, and I will, um, link to that in the show notes too. So just a couple more. And, um, these are specific, to, uh, well, one is specific to the holiday season. I love to sing Christmas carols. Um, yep. I know who knew. (laughs) And I don't really sing them to other people. I just sing them at home or in the car but it's just sort of fun. Even if you sing totally off key, it doesn't matter. No one else is listening. And so just sing. And even if it's not Christmas carols, maybe it's your favorite song on the radio, just give yourself that three minutes to sing that song and enjoy it and belt it out at top volume and just have fun with it. It's just a way to have fun and it takes you back to whatever you know, age you were when you started to sing to songs on the radio or your favorite CD or whatever that time period was for you. The very last one I have for you, the very last tip I have for you is to journal. Um, We, something clicks, and I just talked about this last week in my planning episode when I was talking about the planners, but there is something between your mind and your hand when you write with a pen that activates your creativity your inner guidance and is just a way for you to put down all of the things that roam around in your head on a piece of paper so you don't have to carry them around anymore Whether you ever do anything with them or you just keep them in a notebook for yourself to look at, or you write them down and then you crumple them up and shred them, whatever you want to do, but just give yourself the gift of journaling and writing down your thoughts and your ideas and those creative instincts that you have. So that's what I have for you. I think that was about 12 different tips of ways to nurture yourself and take care of yourself and to just really give yourself a little bit of love, a little bit of extra love. Not only this time of year, when we're really, really busy, but all year long, you know, take one or two of these and just implement them once a week and see what happens. I'd love for you to report back and let me know, you know, I tried this and I loved it. I, you know, I downloaded the insight timer app and oh my gosh, it's my favorite thing. Or I started going to yoga and I love that. Um, anything that you try and you really, really like, just come over to the show notes page, um, at alisaconner.com forward slash podcast. And just let me know, you know, what what worked out or reach out to me on Instagram. I love to get DMs on Instagram. I answer every single one. You can find me again, Alisa M. Connor on Instagram. And just let me know, you know, did you try anything in this episode? How often are you trying it? What's working? What's not working? Do you have something else that you do that I didn't mention? Come over and tell me, I'd love to hear about it. Next week, we are back to um talking about planning for 2019. I guess this episode was still about planning. It's planning to take care of yourself, but we are going to walk through a specific process to start planning out your 2019. And it is indeed the second day of the year. So I'm hoping that that planning episode will get you motivated, get you energized and take that big goal that we talked about, those big goals that you have for 2019, and break it down into some actionable steps that help you move forward and get to the point of accomplishing that goal sooner than later. So thanks so much for tuning in. I so appreciate you being here. You are part of my self-care doing this podcast is part of me taking care of um, not only myself, but also sharing what I'm doing to take care of others. And I um, am always open for comments, questions, suggestions, all that sort of stuff. If you loved this episode, please share it with somebody you know. And if you'd like to leave a review and a rating on iTunes or Google Play, I would love that as well. Thanks again for tuning in. I will see you all next week. And we are going to talk about planning out 2019 so we can make our goals. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Listening to the Feed You Podcast at ww.alisaconner.com forward slash podcast.